Thank you. What, what was it, the name that you gave her? Anastasia. Anastasia. Yeah, thank you, Anastasia. credit score. For sure. Thank you, Anastasia, for letting us know we can record. Listen, we just wrapped up episode 200 of the podcast, and it was the special one, man. We had Danny on, had needed to have him on, and then his wife jumped on, and we had a deep, intense conversation about Cuba, communism, Venezuela, and the whole thing. And then there was a little cameo from Jackson, his uh, their son, not his son, because it's their son. It was a great show, man. What did you think? Yeah, man, it it, it got a. Uh, I was able to keep from getting choked up because yeah. you know what we talked about. It it, it touches home mm-hmm. uh, for both Jenny and myself. You know, she's yes, talking sir. about Cuba, I'm talking about Venezuela, and really how interconnected those two countries and governments and regimes are. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great show, man. Great conversation. Uh, a lot of people won't connect with this. Unless you grew up in, unless you're Cuban, Venezuelan, or grew up in South Florida, yep. or maybe in another uh, Latino community throughout the states, because everyone's in the U.S., I think there's a big disconnect with what's going on in those countries. And we'll talk about Cuba now, that moment that's happening in Cuba right now, and the disconnect because people don't really understand it. Um, they, they just they just don't get it. Unfortunately, it's it's just ignorance. It's not their fault. Right. They just haven't lived it or have family that has lived it. Uh, but it was they have no connection to, to, to it to talk about it yeah they don't like, have a connection to it you know and, and we and like the big example was what happened 21 years ago with elian yes. who uh, should have stayed with his estranged family here you know his mom died going 90 miles from cuba to miami yep. to get him over here and uh and the surveys that were done were that you know most people in south florida thought that he should have stayed with his family here even if they, he didn't really know them well Yep. While the rest of the U.S., this was back, you know, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought I think that the same poll would be back. now. Over, over 75% thought that he should have been sent back with his dad because a child needs to be with his dad. So that shows a disconnect that they don't understand what was really going on in Cuba. And and, and um, generally, you would say a child needs, needs to be with his dad, but that situation is completely different. So it shows a disconnect uh, with, with that plight, the Cuban people, the Venezuelan people, and I... how the rest of the country doesn't get it. Listen, I hope for, for this episode, the people do listen to it and they take the time to like really hear what what Jenny, uh, when she talks about like the spies and how little people have and what it's really going through and how disingenuous the whole talking point of the embargo is, right? Because it, it's almost that embargo talk is giving a cover to the Cuban government and how they're going about it, right? Because yeah. that, that, if anything, that embargo helps the Cuban government so that, look, nobody's here to help you just gonna be us and this is this is all we're gonna give you you should just be happy with it it was it was it was like for me like as a as a bystander in a way because like yeah my dad's cuban but my dad really never talked about cuba like he just shunned that up you know what i mean like he didn't want to ever talk about it so i never really knew even when i'd ask i was curious it was like yo i don't know half of me you know and it was just interesting and i learned a lot listening to the podcast and i hope you guys do too episode 200 was way better than uh than i ever could have imagined it being and we're just going to keep going and keep growing, man. So, Jonathan, as always, my brother, 120-something episodes deep doing this with you. Couldn't imagine doing this with anybody else. I want to thank you for joining me when you did and helping me grow and helping the show grow. And we got 200 in the books, and here's to 200,000 more. Who fucking knows? One day we'll catch Rogan when he has another bad hair transplant or something. I, I hope so, man. Thanks for uh, just 
putting it out there to bring me on the show and like just you know give me the opportunity i i when you started doing the show solo i would listen to it and uh i didn't think we'd end up doing the show together so i mean we were lifelong you know we've been lifelong friends 25 plus years Mm -hmm. um but yeah i didn't think that we'd do the show together so the fact that you like you kind of threw that out there um i wasn't expecting it i never saw myself being on the show with you but uh I'm glad you did. Yeah, it doesn't seem like we've done 120 episodes. I don't know, together. it doesn't. 120 plus. It's crazy. Dude, when you, and when you think about that, like all these conversations we recorded and like all the bourbon we drank and all the shit we've talked, that we still have more shit to say. And we have more things to give to opine on. Just get ready for the future, bro, because it's going to get fucking wild. You got anything else? But this intro about to hit right. I'm, I'm glad that you said opine. I'll give you credit for that. Thank you. It's a big Thank word you. for you. I, uh, it's my calendar word of the day, you son of a... Yo, what are you doing right now? The big V. Look, man. All right, man. Let's just jump right into this shit. <laughs> so, uh, I made my wife wake so up and drive me there anyway. <laughs> you... Is it major? What's that going so? What's that going on? ¿Qué pasó, papá? ¿Cómo estás? Any questions? Now, when you bought that sweater, right... You just go, fuck it. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going full Mr. Rogers. You've tuned into the match at a podcast. We are back. Episode 200. Could not do this show without one of my best and closest friends. I hate that I say that every time we record because I was out there in the internet. My boy Danny had to jump on the show, man, for episode 200. Welcome back to the show, man. Thank you guys for having me. Let me be the first to congratulate you guys on number 200. Thank you, man. Thank you. That's, hey. a, that's, that's, that's a big number. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. Hey, let's try not to say anything too wild on this one that we have to delete it right after we post it, though, huh? Let's make sure we uh we don't do that. Did that, did that stay? Did you put that back on? Uh, no. No, I deleted it. I took it off the internet. Yeah, that's that that, that exists only okay. in the conversation you and I had. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to send that to me because I wasn't there for that show, just so I can hear how bad it was. <laughs> oh, also, it was just one we, part. We must it have made it, part. by the way. It was we just something that we said that we we just we decided it was best not be on the internet. Yeah, exactly. Because for episode 200, we have a lady who I'm gonna just I'm going to name her. Her name is Anastasia. She's got an eight billion credit score. She's yeah. got a black card. I mean, yes, yes. this lady on Zoom that says you are recording or you're no longer recording. That that's that's yes. I'm creating an avatar for her. <laughs> Just creating her a name's whole... Anastasia. <laughs> that She's is got the whitest thing possible. Score. For sure, right? Yeah, it's the whitest thing British? possible. I thought you were talking She's about British. an actual person. <laughs> it, it, yeah. is, no, it, it is. It is an actual like, person. I want to meet this person. <laughs> here's a, here's the thing, Danny. With a with a credit score like that, we'll never meet them, right? Like it's very much Jeff Bezos. You'll see a picture and like an image of what they might be, but that that you'll never see these people. They don't actually exist. Yeah, she's she's that person that paid twenty eight million dollars to go out in space with Jeff Bezos. So we'll never fucking, meet her. Fucking crazy! Hey, I man, didn't know that he was half Cuban. I don't know that either. Till you said that. Hey, had, is he half Cuban? Leave, it, or leave Cuban? it to a Cuban person to fucking take advantage of the government and all the benefits they give them, and then call it capitalism. <laughs> god damn we starting early all right okay god damn i'm waiting uh, no damn that no. was perfect I, I don't hear anything <laughs> shit well i'm so i i found out that he was cuban because everybody's asking where's he at he's very silent with everything going on right now yeah, he, and he's i mean be, but look he, at him he is like a cuban mr clean right for sure 
he will not. Yeah, he, he does he, have that Cubanazo look. He will never. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he juiced up later in life. That's a hundred percent Cuban. Yeah. Old, you know what I mean? Like for sure. Like, that's just that's the. He, Is he, I'm not sure. I found he. Was, I didn't know he was Cuban to begin with until just recently. Well, let's let's go off the theory that he is Cuban, right? Uh, it kind of mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense that like he would find a way to get out of somewhere else, right? Like it, he's yeah. like, look, look I, hey man, look, I left like like my family left Cuba. Uh, I'm kind of all set on Earth. Let's find out. Let's find out what this space should be like. Look, we're all we were all raised in Miami. I think this is just should be the topic of the whole, whole show and like give the whole dynamic and perspective of it, right? We'll talk about it through that lens. We all grew up in Miami. We have a very different perspective than what me and John have now, right? Like, Danny, you still live in Miami. John lives in Ohio. I live in Central Florida. But do you not hear my greatness? I'm, I'm actually giving a good segue. So, so is so so is this so is this like the 2021 version of like being a Balcero? Like he's just fucking got a 20 billion dollar <laughs> rocket ship to take him out to space? 28 billion dollars, yeah. And he got 10 billion from the or government. Whatever it costs. So it was like 18, right? So he only put 18 in because the government gave him the other 10, which is fucking crazy. But growing up, we all grew up around Cubans, right? Like I'm half Cuban. Uh Danny's married to a, a Cuban. Uh JV, you're you're short and grew up around Very Cubans. talented. No, that's not oh, the did. way. Hey, look, Miami culture, Miami culture is Cuba, right? Like yes. I heard it. I didn't need to hear it on the laboratory show, but that's what it is. We grew up around it. But I mean, it's it's everywhere in Miami. We grew up with with that Cuban culture, like everyone else, Colombians, Puerto Ricans. But it's very heavily influenced by by Cuban culture. All right, and, and um, I'm sorry to I'm sorry to to, to like, but I had to look this up myself because I didn't want to keep talking about this guy being Cuban if he wasn't. God damn it! And don't ruin it. I already looked it up. Don't. I know the truth. It's a okay. stepfather. Damn yes. it! It's a stepfather. I know. <laughs> no. Yes. It's his stepfather and his stepfather adopted him. I was gonna make that the correction at the re- end, but we I just wanted to keep going with it. Yeah, we were good. I just wanted to keep going with the with with, with the immigrant with the inaccuracies. This is elite. episode 200, baby. You gotta come correct. Hey, immigrant mentality, man. You know what I mean? You gotta keep grinding. That's right. You gotta push, you gotta push through all the bullshit. Um, Look, okay, so so he's not really so he's not really Cuban. But he but his stepfather adopted him. Like how long was his stepfather? At the age of four, so he kind of grew up in a Cuban household. But, but his mom is like Cuban by injection, right? Cubana, putting. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say that. And, yeah. uh, everyone I mean, knows what that means. We'll just leave it at that. Look, we, he's not Cuban by injection, but his mother is. We could talk about it through the perspective of like not being Cuban and like being separated generations after, right? Like Danny's Colombian, uh, Jonathan, you're Venezuelan, and. Colombian and somewhere in there, Puerto Rican as well. You know what I mean? So, like, all these things, were, like, okay. we have a different perspective. But, gr- like you said, growing up in Miami, it's Cuban culture, right? And I don't know, Danny, if you've been yep. watching Levitard. He had a great conversation with Billy Corbin. And he said something that I hadn't really realized. No. He said that Miami is what Cuba would have been, right? Because Miami's Cuban culture, right? Like, if Cuba yeah. doesn't get dis- destroyed with communism and... Uh, the government completely taking over what you see in Miami with, with the culture and, and the and the liveliness of it. It's a totally different world. Like, I can tell you living in Central Florida, there's nothing like Miami. In the Like, as soon as you leave Miami, it's a totally it's the rest of the United States. Miami is its own single entity. Right? So, with everything going on in Cuba, like, I'm so far away from it now that, like, it doesn't it doesn't resonate with me the way it would have if I'm, like, seeing marches and stuff like that. Right. 
Well, actually, I had a question for both of you because you guys both live in pretty white places. Yeah, very white. Is 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 the, the what's going on in Cuba a top story where you're at? Because Not over even. here, it's obviously everywhere. Tampa and Orlando. Right, so, we'll, so I'll give you the Florida thing, right? Like Tampa and Orlando, there's been some marches because there's a heavy, heavy-ish uh, Cuban. Uh, population not so much like puerto ricans kind of take over central florida just what i've seen like the in my own anecdotal shit so you'll see some marches but nothing like you'll see in miami obviously but for the most part it'll be like a two to three minute segment on the local news about like how this this sheriff or this police department isn't gonna arrest them or is gonna arrest them but that's about it and they'll just say like oh they're civil and arrest them for what for protesting yeah for protesting because like if they stay on the same thing as like what we saw last year right like if they stay on the sidewalk, it's fine. But like once they start inst- interrupting traffic, they'll be arrested and so. And this is the, like, even during the day, right? Because the Santis, he wrote that into law just recently, right? Right. right. Which is like the anti-riot bill, which is kind of like an anti-freedom of speech bill, which we could, you know what I mean, and do the do the whole thing. So yeah, like I've seen, Who's I've seen. Should you should protest? It's, I think you have the right. And to that anti-riot bill is going to be interpreted by by whomever, depending on what the the demonstration is, right? If the demonstration is that something that you agree with, or whom whomever is in power or makes the decisions agrees with, yeah. then maybe it's not a riot. Maybe it's it's okay, right? It's a beautiful process. That's how yeah. everything goes. If it's something that well, look, you don't agree with, then then it's a riot and it falls under the anti-riot. Last riot. week, they the Palmetto got shut down for four or five hours, and the Palmetto is a is. Major, major heavy highway. on the traffic here in Miami. It's a very oh, important yeah. highway. Yeah, it was shut down for four or five hours, and it, it was peacefully done. And I was, I was surprised. Now, what? So, what's it that been was, like? That was due to the the uh, what's going on in Cuba or uh, demonstrations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Jonathan, like what, what Danny said. What? How about you in Ohio? Mm-hmm. Anything? No. One, <laughs> I don't watch the news. Right, but right. if if I hear it and I, and I, I mean I watch the news, it's it's national news, not at the local news. You right, we're so far removed from it. Everything here, it's it's always going to be down to black and white. I'm in Middle America. Ohio is the Rust Belt. Um, the Cuba thing won't be covered by local news. It's covered by you know CNN or MSNBC, ABC, yep. whatever the news that come on at six o'clock. Um, that's what it's covered by, but not the local news. That you don't really hear that over here. It's not an issue. Not that I mean, there's a there's a Latin Hispanic community here, but it's in Cleveland, and then there's a small pocket of it. But the majority of the population in Cleveland or in Ohio, it's it's just, it's white, and the well, issues are black and white issues, not really other minorities. Well, I mean, you're Venezuela, so you know we, we all know what happened in Venezuela. Yeah, I mean, it's still happening. But when to it happen, first yeah. started, it was taking it was getting a lot of attention. Yeah. Were you for or against the U.S. getting involved? It's tough, right? Because mm, a, once okay. the U.S. gets involved or anyone gets involved, it's uh, whatever comes after, it'll be like, well, you know, the citizens didn't do it. Whatever gets instituted is a puppet uh, government of the U.S. Middle East. And then like you can go example. as far yeah. long down that line as you want to write that whole story. It's happened in other places. Um, but the people in Venezuela aren't armed. There is no right they to bear arms. Armed? There are no. not. There no. is no right to bear arms. There, yes, okay. No uh, yes, I, I, legally, but they have. They, they have. Yeah, no, they have. They, they, they get them, obviously. Yeah, they get them. But so yeah, do yeah. the people that live in those same communities that are armed by the government to put down the people that get weapons illegally. It's just... Right. 
but because however everything works in Venezuela and Cuba as well, right? It's the same thing, right? Oh, well, you know what? We'll ration you more food. We'll give you this. You have more perks. And the gangs within those neighborhoods are, and, and I, I'm not saying if as, as an outsider, I'm saying it as, as someone that has family who's lived it, who see, who has family there that's lived it, that's left Venezuela, that has taken video of crazy shit that's gone on, who live around the corner from a place that's used by the La Guardia Nacional and other, which is like, we'll call it the National Guard, but then other like mm -hmm. close to like CIA, sort of like their intelligence community that they use it to like just grab people, put them in that house for yep. weeks or days or months, uh, whether it's kidnapping or torture or whatever. And uh, maybe they release them, maybe they don't, maybe they get put in the prison after that. Um, probably the same shit that goes on in, in, in Cuba. Although yep. surprisingly, I mean, people in Venezuela, millions of people went out and, 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 and protested the day of the labor, well, say Labor Day here, which was like sometime in April, um, you know, people were crowding the streets. Eventually, the government responded right. with all these trucks and, and um, you know, they, they, they fought back. But I, I don't see that government being toppled unless there is intervention from the U.S. or from, from an outside, from an outside uh, force. It should only ever be the U.S. It, it would only ever be the U.S. Nobody else is going to do it. Well, I mean, I feel like the United Nations to get involved in some of the these UN, things. The U.N., right? As yeah. a group. Yeah. yeah. Because... I mean, obviously, uh, I'm not up on politics as, as much as, you know, a lot of people are. But I would figure that when you see the genocide going on in some of these countries, that you just as, as human rights, just to get in Cuba, obviously, I've never been there. I've wanted mm -hmm. to, but I've never been there. Right. All I know is from what my wife and her family tell me, right? And obviously, mm -hmm. all the Cubans, so I live in Miami. Right. And the stories they tell me, the pictures and videos that I've seen, it, it's... They're violating their basic human rights. They, they yeah. don't have food. Mm -hmm. yeah. they, they don't have food. They get, they get, what was it? It was like six eggs a month. Right? You should just come on. You go, put up a chair, Jenny. That's put up my a chair. breakfast. Yeah. Shit. For real. Right, right. My, my brother eats six eggs for breakfast. Yes. They, they get six eggs a month. If they go into a store, they'll be lucky if they find soap or, or shampoo. They can't go into restaurants. They're not allowed to. They're not allowed to start their own businesses. And I, when I told to, talked to Jenny about going to Cuba, she told me about um, this place called, I think it was Baraderos. Baraderos. Where it, it, right, so it's really nice to go and visit, right? And But we can go with the family. But when you go with the family, the family can't come in with you, right? Only the tourists are allowed inside those, those restaurants and those hotels. Yeah. Yep. And inside those restaurants, hotels, they have good food. Yeah. But the people of the country are not allowed. Yeah, they get scraps. Right. They don't even get scraps. They're not allowed to eat red meat. Right? If you get caught eating red meat, you get in trouble. Right? You can't say anything. It, it's, it's hard for me to wrap my brain around that this actually exists in the, United, in, in the world and so close to the United States. 90 miles. Like, when I, when I picture shit like this, I'm like, how does how is this possible how, how does this happen and i mean i understand why the united states won't get involved because i mean it's, i'm sure there's a, a lot of collateral damage once you enter there with the whole ties to russia with cuba and right. stuff and venezuela but, ties to china uh, and russia as well 
I mean, Venezuela, uh, just like, I don't know how Cuba is, but Venezuela is an entire, uh, like, narco state, right? That, that whole Mexico and U.S. border, that's been surpassed by the Venezuela-Colombian border as far as the most dangerous. I mean, you're being Colombian, you might be aware of it. But I was born in a little town that's 30 minutes from uh, a city in Colombia, Cucuta. And so I was 30 minutes from Cucuta. I was born, like, pretty much out in the mountains, like, right there so you're on the border. Between, uh, right on the border, out in the mountains. And that border right there, it's it's rough. It's one of the most dangerous um, because things going back and forth between Colombia and Venezuela, whether it's arms, whether it's drugs, a lot of drugs. There's a lot of um, Venezuelans that, are, that have, have gone into Colombia now. Animal yeah, too. unfortunately, a lot of them, especially the people that have money, unfortunately, they waited too long to leave that country because it, no one wants to leave their country. Everyone has these memories and images of Venezuela, what it was in the 90s and the 80s. Uh, and I'm speaking from like, you know, having family there um, who knew that, who were old enough to know the days of like uh, capitalism and success and living this good life and, and all the resources that they had. Uh, and they have this longing for that to come back, that it will come back. But shit, Chavez went into power in what, 98, 99, 99, I think, like, like this is the year before, so I think he went into power in 99. And then it got even worse after his successor with uh, Maduro. Hello. It's just, yeah, it's, it's rough, man. Um, I mean, look, you talk about people not being able to eat red meat in Cuba. In Venezuela, they had containers of meat, chicken. Spoil. They just let it go bad. Yeah, on they purpose. just let it spoil. Yeah. Or they had it, and they, they just let it spoil, not feeding their people. Of course, now they don't have medicine, medications. Uh, inflation went like to like 40 4,800% or higher. The, the, the Venezuelan Bolivar is worthless. Uh, and man, I, I, I do, I have, I still have family there. I would like for some involvement from an outside entity because I don't see millions of people marched and yep. it didn't make a difference. Nothing changed. A, 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 no, supposedly, a, 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 yeah, go ahead. It, no, a president, a president won in a, an election there, but and he's, he's not in Miami. as the president. Yeah, he's in Miami right now. And he's it, in Miami might... waiting yep. for something to happen so that he can be recognized as a president. And, of course, it, a lot of might... people – go ahead. No, I was going to say it might be because, obviously, I don't have anybody close to me, um, obviously, living in my household or that I'm married mm -hmm. to that I'm Venezuela. So I, I don't know how that went down uh, as much as I've been paying attention to this whole Cuba thing over the last week. Um, but – I, 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 you know, I, I'm lost words. She doesn't want to be on camera just because she hasn't done her makeup. Right. But she'd tell you a lot better than I would. The crap that goes on, and 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 how she could talk off camera. You have to just watch it. She could talk off camera if you're listening to you it. You want to get you know on, babe? She was already on camera. Tell her she's fine. What is she trying? Look, you know what? You know what her problem is. Her problem is her ESPN and Rachel Nichols and the Maria Taylor problem, okay? Yeah, yeah, Rachel yeah, Nichols yeah. is 47 years old, yeah, and she's not a racist. Unfortunately, <laughs> she's being pushed out of ESPN because she doesn't look like she's 27. It's look, like she's... <laughs> not, I don't want to get too far off topic, but I thought that Rachel Nichols thing was way overblown. Yes, we agree. Yeah. That's exactly wants, what we talked about. Who wants somebody yeah. coming for their job? Nobody. No, it was Nobody. management. She it was management. Like, look, I think she's great. Yeah. yeah. It, was, that it had nothing exactly to do with... She said. They, yeah, it had nothing to do with race. Like I said, like, look, uh, real quick, just to jump back to, to your wife, right? She can talk off camera, just the, the odd. 
There you go. Oh my god. Go. Don't See? don't don't come in that way. That's though. a little like, creepy. No, that's no, a little don't, creepy. Don't like, do that. that's first, don't come in from under like the some desk. Annabelle shit. Yeah, fuck conjuring type shit. Look, uh it's because I'm in the other room <laughs> listening, text messaging. <laughs> like mention this, mention that. Yeah, look, you, that look, no, I thought I thought no. my comment at the beginning of the show Danny, was turn, bring yeah, you turn your camera you're a little bit. Sprinting in. Turn your camera a little bit so we can no, bring I it in. No, I purposely hide my face so that no, like, not everybody notices that I'm like in my PJs with no makeup. Don't even worry about it. Look, you you better than Have anybody. Have you seen Ben? Come yeah, on. Exactly. This is what I, I just do this shit normally all the time. Hey, look, you're you better than anybody. I think can can really give a voice and an understanding to the things going on with Cuba. Because you, first off, you know, whole family's Cuban. Grew up in Miami your whole life. Your parents. He you know was born in Cuba. He was born in Cuba. He came in a raft. He came in a raft. Yeah. So you more than I won't anybody. hold that against you. <laughs> He's Venezuela. Don't listen to him. Yeah. So look, give well, us. You can still smell the salt water on me. Same struggle, man. <laughs> we were just probably just at the beach. What? So what do you <laughs> what do you think what do you think about everything going on? Because look, in our lifetime, I can't think of this ever happening, right? Like we've we've seen like some some people some kind of protest at some point, but never in Cuba, right? Because the fear of everybody everybody being killed, the fear of what the repercussions were for them to do this, man, it it shows like how much worse it's gotten over the last God knows how many years. Because this isn't this didn't just happen yesterday, right? It didn't just happen last week. This is they for them to step out. Sixty-two show, years. Yeah, for them to step out and show yeah. their face is utterly terrifying. That's why you risk your life. Well, to come here. Well, I think it's rough because you know I listen to a lot about what, what is going on in Venezuela, and right. I always tell Danny, I'm like, what Venezuela is going through right now is what Cuba went through sixty-two years ago. But back then, there was no social media. There was no Instagram or a hashtag that you can create for your country. So nobody could hear you cry. Nobody could hear the horrific things that are happening in your country in some little island. Nobody knew anything. So this is after years and years and years of people like vacationing in our country. (laughs) Rihanna, Kim Kardashian, Ludacris, all these people go to our country. They take super cute pictures with their tobacco in their mouth and then you know they go in their Havana Nights outfit and then like the people that are surrounding them are literally starving to death they're not allowed to even talk about how much they dislike their country when I would go to Cuba all my cousins would say don't trust anyone if anybody from our block comes up to you and asks you oh how do you like it here you always say I'm having a great time And literally every time I would go to Cuba, they would ask me, a random person, oh, how do you like this country? You like it better than the U.S.? You think the U.S. is a good country? And they would start like trying to get me to say something negative about Cuba so that they could arrest me. So that they could kick me out of the country. And literally it's their neighbors. It's It's the people who work with you. You don't know who's your neighbor or who's working for the government. You That's don't know because anything. of spies, right? Like, I mean, yeah. spies embedded within the community. Because they plant them in your own neighborhood. Right. My it, w- it wouldn't just affect you. It would affect, if you still have family there, then everybody. it would affect them. Right. It would affect everybody. So it was like you constantly live in fear all the time that somebody is going to rat you out. If you have chickens and you're raising them and you kill a chicken, that's illegal. 
Because even though they're your chickens, they're really not your chicken. They belong to the government. Yeah. If you have cows in your farm and they find out you killed your own cow, you go to jail. If you go fishing and you get lobster, prison time. You cannot have lobster in Cuba. So they hide them inside their engines in order to take one piece of lobster home to their, to their families. So it's just, when people talk about the embargo, it's almost an insult to the Cuban people. And I wish people would understand, for, some, for a long time, we had to respect other people who were going through things that we could not understand. So we were told, sit down. Sit down and hear people who are going through things that you cannot understand. And now I feel like it's the Cuban, um, the Cuban population needs to talk. We need to be heard. We can't, you know, I, I've talked to people who have insulted me, who have said that how could I defend the United States when the United States is to blame for what's happening in my country? And I'm like, sit down. Like, how could you possibly understand to the extent of what Cubans go through on a regular basis if you've never lived it? You couldn't possibly understand that killing people for thinking differently than you, for eating, for stealing some bread, for the most random things, you can't do anything in Cuba. That has nothing to do with the embargo. It's an insult to us for, for people to bring that up as an argument right now. The people that it's told you that, they were yes. like Floridians? Like people- That's no, social media. Social media, you know, social media comes with a lot of good and a lot of bad. Yeah, and a no. lot of people who suddenly become experts in yeah political affairs. All, all they have policy. is all they have is the embargo point, right? Like, I saw, oh, but the embargo, the embargo—that's the only talking point they have about 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 Cuba. Like Cubans aren't self-sufficient. Like people are for the probably the first time yeah. ever when they hear this, they're like, "Wait, there's spies in your neighborhood?" Yeah, motherfucker. Like everybody who comes up, yes. you can't trust a single person for the entirety of your life. You can't. Can't trust anybody. My yeah. aunt was just here a couple weeks ago. Uh, she's Colombian. And she was telling us about when she went and she visited Cuba uh, a while back. And how she was somewhere, and I don't remember why, but a, a Cuban lady opened her house to her. And she's like, hey, you can come in and you can eat here. And then she spent a lot of time uh, inside there. And then she, she was explaining to my aunt that she has to keep the door open. Right, one so that they don't think that they're having some type of secret meeting. Mm -hmm. right. And two, if anybody asks, she's like a family friend. Right. Like you can't just randomly do whatever you want. And when I say you can't do whatever you want, you can't even have somebody come into your house just to have a conversation and just close the door and have a good time. Like you're being watched all the time. Supposedly, I mean, I don't know how accurate this is. Maybe this is just something that they've, they've kind of um, made people fearful of. But they're supposed to be spies on every, literally every block. Yeah, yeah. And is that possible? I think it's probably not possible to have it literally on every block of the whole country. But you don't know. But sometimes, you know why it's possible? Because when you imagine spies, you imagine American yes. trained spies. Yep. No. But everyone is a spy. Yeah. Because when you're a hungry snitch. enough, you become a spy. Yeah. Which is what when happens you have in children, When you have children and your children haven't had any food in 30 days and your baby doesn't have any milk, you become a spy. Because you're hungry. Because your yeah. family's hungry. Because you'll do anything you a, to feed your family. They, they give you a little bit. Yeah, you, you, you have these bit. rations, but we'll give you a little bit more. Exactly. You, know, you, you get just, this, you get yeah. that. You get but you know, you tell us what's going on in your city. Everybody becomes a spy. Yeah. Can you really blame anybody? Sometimes I try to understand because what if I was with Olivia and Jackson in Cuba and my children were starving? Would I do 
everything possible to feed my children. 100%. I don't know. You. Would I become a spy? I don't think so. No. But you know, I always try. We say that to... now from, from, exactly. from our point of view. But yeah. I have, my oldest son is, is, is in the military now and he's, he's, he's left the house. But I mean, look at it from when they were younger, have two kids and a wife and someone tells me that I, I'd like to say that I wouldn't become a spy, but it's either that or or if you don't become a spy, because it's starvation. an option. If, some, if someone right. comes to you with that, What's it's not really a choice. You don't become a spy, they're going to make it difficult for you. So you I always try to use common sense. I always try yeah. to see other people's point of view and always try to understand what could have caused that person to become that way. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you, it's like very insulting. And it is, it's hard. I, you know, right now, my parents both passed. And now my sister and I have taken the responsibility of kind of taking taking care of our family in Cuba. And it's ridiculous because they get paid in pesos. And then you go to the grocery store, for example, and a soap will be $3. But they don't make $3. They make 30 pesos in a month. So then that's like 90 pesos for a far soap. So how do you shower? <laughs> and it's the same thing. I would go to Cuba and my family would be like, we haven't had soap in a month. We don't have toothpaste. So they would, they would like, you know, share with their neighbors. You give me half a soap and I will give you the eggs. So for that how month, nobody eats eggs. Over there or, or any kind of supplies. Are you able to get money to Cuba or food yes. or anything? Oh, yes. The U.S. government, the Cuban government loves that. That, you, that's the thing. That's a the biggest like, can you get it that's to your people? To your that's family? the biggest import that's is family. How they survive yeah. by Cuban ties because we send money over there and they're like, you send $30. They're not giving your family $30. But how much does your family get? Of it. Does your family get any of it? Half yeah, of it? I guess like 50% of it. That's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> maybe half of it. But Which is the same the thing with the embargo yeah, or the opening up relations, right? Because right, I don't know the specifics of the dollar amount because right now the only thing I'm giving my families are recargas on their phone. Mm -hmm. So what they do is that I, it's called a recarga, but I guess in English, the best way to put it is, a, is recharge. Yeah. So you send money so that they can use their phone for that month. But what they do is that they have, Cubans are efficient. They have figured out a way to use that money, have internet service, and then they sell 50% of that money. And then they're able to buy rice. They're able to buy bread. They're able to buy stuff like that with the money that I put on their phones. That's crazy. But wow. if you don't have family in Cuba, you're dying. You don't have anybody. In the United States. Yeah, I'm sorry. In the yeah. United States? But that comment, yeah, that comment you made earlier about people telling you, like, on social media, I'm not telling you, like, you know, shut up or sit down. It, it, I go back to Levitard and the conversation they had about what's with Billy Corbin and what, what's going on in, in, in Cuba. And, you know, he's a documentary filmmaker, but people outside U. of Miami mm -hmm. don't care, right? Yeah, he made the U, Cocaine no. Cowboys, no. Uh, stuff like that. So, people outside of Miami. That don't really know. I think back, they, 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 they talk about a survey that, that happened when uh, the whole Elian Gonzalez stuff. Happened, oh, 72 right? to 28. And within yeah. South Florida, yeah. everyone was like 75% or, or more, like even way more than that. They're like, yeah, no, leave him here. Leave him in Miami with his family. They're a strange family, but it's his family because we know the situation back in Cuba. Everyone outside of Florida or, or South Florida was, no, send them back to his father because yeah, right. that's what he needs to be. That's the disconnect. As far as like, you know, 
the rest of America and in Miami and South Florida and what's going on in Cuba. Same thing with, you know, what's going on in Miami. And like you said, that, that happened in Cuba 50 years ago, 60 years ago. And we're seeing more of it because of, and we're talking about my uh, Venezuela and Cuba because that's, that, that's personal to us, but it's going on in other countries around the world. Absolutely. Nicaragua is going on right now also. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it shows such a disconnect between like, the people that see it and then the rest of America that it doesn't connect. We talked about like the news. We don't, we don't get those new, that news here, like local news in Ohio, as far as like what's going to Cuba or goes into Venezuela, that's national news. But people here, though they do watch national news, they're, they're just waiting for their local news. You know, what's going on in Cleveland, what's going on in whatever yeah. part of the city. Just but I like, think that's like very normal for our society. We, we live in a society where we get bored quickly. Yep. You know, there was like this, what was it a few yeah. years ago that was happening in Africa? The children were being kidnapped and everybody turned, put on their hashtag and they turned their, their pictures into like a red dot. And it for was like a week. This, like, yeah. For like a week. And everybody was like, oh, we're going to go and we're going to save the children. Did anybody go and save the children? No. No. Uh, and then we all forgot about and it. And then we all and forgot been, about it. And that's been going on. That's been Last going on for in years. Venezuela a couple of years ago. Yeah. And Same so, thing. So I feel like just in general, we just have a short attention span. We get I'm, bored quickly because we feel like these events are movies. It's almost like, oh, I'm watching a show. Yeah. But it isn't. Yeah. This is real life. Yeah. What's the next but episode? That's what what's it feels the next like thing? To most people. The yeah. next day is like, oh, what's what's new? What else? Do I get to have? skip the intro? What's the next flag I'm putting on my profile picture? Yeah. 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 It uh, and that's and that's what worries me. And that's I know it sounds fucked up and callous, but I think that's what's gonna end up happening here. Right when like the next the next uh, premiere of a new episode happens for the next thing, people are gonna forget all about Cuba. You know what I mean? And that's that that's exactly just, what's already happening. Yeah, it's just gonna and it's gonna happen. It was like oh, like and again, like being removed, like growing up in Miami, growing up in South Florida, and all that stuff is like it's very different than like where I live now. It's like yeah, it's it doesn't seem real, right? It does it does feel that way when you're not. Aren't in you it. half Cuban, Ben? I am half Cuban. My dad's Cuban. He left. He went to he moved to Panama. Uh, when in Mariel, he, instead of coming to the U.S., he came here real quick, got his citizenship, then left to then moved to Panama. He just thought it was more cost effective. We could talk about that at a later date. Why he moved to Panama? <laughs> right, right, right. That's that's questionable at best. But uh, well, have, it, you know, and not to cut you off, but real quick, some, somebody brought up they're like, oh, but how come the U.S. got involved in Panama? Back money. when Noriega was was running things. Uh, but, money. I, I mean, was, was there when that happened. Different. Yeah, I was, I was there. It was so, completely different. Yeah, so what happened there was more, more so about the, the navigation and the ownership of the Panama Canal um, and having all that business that was going to come through it. Not, not knowing, like, the history of it, especially, like, my uncle was, like, the right-hand man of Manuel Noriega in the in the military. So knowing that whole side of it is, it was very much so, like, I was there when the U.S. invaded, which is a very weird thing to, like, hear, like, bombs dropping in your country and all that shit. Like, I was, the, so when that happened, it was very much so political and they didn't want another person to rise because where he was positioned, right? Like Cuba is is very much so like a wedge topic for politicians, right? Like they can talk about it, but it yeah. doesn't really affect them, right? Like a Marco Rubio, yeah. anybody, it doesn't affect them. Like they could talk about, they could go spoon feed them. Oh, look, I'm a Republican. You should be Republican because of this, but you're really not going to make a difference. And Democrats are the same way. I'm just going to talk about it in this like, 
overall way, but I'm really not going to do anything to fix it. We're out, we'll just debate the embargo, the embargo for like two, three minutes, but then we're really not going to do shit or give you any kind of solution. With Panama, the reason why they moved so quickly was money and position. Like if if Manuel Noriega takes over that canal, because it affected them exactly. If Noriega takes over that canal, the U.S. can't take over that position. They don't have English speaking schools that they already had, and you throw in the Colombian ties to it with the with the narco's. Where they're like, oh no, we can't have that. That he'd be too powerful. Where he, if he locks, out, yeah. yeah, where he locks down that 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 canal, it's it's a totally different animal. That's why he. But then if you look at it, well, that's the issue with Cuba, though. Right, but. You know, my my thing, I always, like I said, I, I suffer from, like, common sense syndrome. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like disease. not many people have it. It's a terrible be disease. Be careful. Yeah. Be but, careful what you say next. No, I know. I'm going to be very careful <laughs> See, what I her say. Her name's next. not here. We, so, I try to understand. <laughs> I try to understand that not everybody cares about Cuba. Yeah. And I get it, you know? If you're not from Cuba and you don't have family and friends from Cuba, how could you possibly know what's happening in Cuba and why would you care? So I, I always understand, like, when I talk to people and they don't really even know the first thing about Cuba, I don't right. blame them for not, like, championing again with me for Cuba. Right. All I ask is that people who have benefited from Cuba should speak out about Cuba. If you have gone and had an Instagram photo shoot in Havana for your yeah, Instagram, bitch. you should be championing for yeah, Cuba. bitch. Or at least hit that share button. Yes. At least yeah. share information Bring about the country too. that you yeah. stayed in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people, a lot of influencers, they go to Cuba, they take beautiful pictures in hotels in Havana, acting like they're buying from the people. Well, you're buying from that person on the street. It's not for them. It's for the government because they're yeah. not allowed to own a business. Yeah. So all I ask is that people who go to Cuba and vacation there, and meet the people and eat those amazing meals at, re at restaurants and hotels in Havana in, in tourist areas, they speak out because they've been there. And it's shameful for you to have pictures on your Instagram visiting a communist country. Glorifying it. Where people Gr live in horrible yes. conditions and you've benefited from it. I think it's ignorance also. It's ignorance. Because they don't realize, like for you to comment and, and post about how I was it's shocked. for ignorance. It's too I, easy. I, I was shocked. Shocked. Though. And, and they, they and know, but they're like, oh, it doesn't maybe really affect me. Yeah. It maybe, doesn't really affect me. I take yeah. pictures. Rihanna, yeah. Kim Kardashian, Jay-Z, Beyonce. I could name dozens of That's famous the people. Film the fucking movie there. But, yeah. So just say something. Say something about the people that you got to meet. Talk about them because those people need world attention and people like you have the influence. I can't do it. Yeah. Nobody's listening scared. to me on social media. Yeah, yeah Dan, Danny needs to, to say you. something, though. <laughs> well, no, no, it's just that. He, he did one of these, so it was well, serious. When, when I talk he about hands together, I, I feel like I've been here for 20 years, right, in Miami. Right. So I feel like, before, obviously, after I met her, I found out a lot more about Cuba. Of course. But even before then, I've been around so many Cubans that I knew about the oppression going on over there. But I feel like it might be ignorance across. This is a big country, you know? Like, yeah. people in, in Washington State have no idea what's going on no. in Cuba, I would they assume. No. Right? So, when I hear about people going to Cuba and doing these things, I just assume, and I could be wrong, that they don't realize the conditions that people live in. When I see people post on Instagram or Twitter or whatever about the, the medical care in Cuba because everybody gets it, 
it, it's a joke. Yeah. Free health. Yes, everybody gets yeah. it, but yeah. have you seen it? Yeah, exactly. 100%. Like if you're all getting a piece of shit, yeah, you're getting a piece of shit. Everybody's yeah. getting it, yeah. but it's a piece of shit regardless. It's not the same so, as free healthcare in Canada, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, Canada did a little better. Yeah. yeah so it just makes no sense to me the way that people talk about this thing. And and now that we're on there, I know you were a big. Jenny and I supported is, the movement last year, right? Is, the, this, the is, BLM this your, movement. is this your attempt at a segue? Yes, yes. This is my, no, 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 my no, no. Don't, don't, don't leave. <laughs> no, she's not. in the picture. No, no, no. Yeah. Come on, Jenny, stay in. Because when you support a movement, you support it and you hope that it works out. Right. But then when, when that same movement comes and kind of... Shits the bed? It disappoints you. It Shits disappoints bed, you. Yeah. yeah. Right? Uh, like, you're like, whoa, why did I support you? to this level and then you're going to come around and do some dumb shit like that like you still kind of support the movement but man the, the heads of that movement really shit the bed like you said 100 and, and it's disappointing because it it kind of takes away from it it, it almost it, it well, it's, 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 it's the it's, it's, like, it's dividing yeah it is dividing. it's dividing because the, some of the people that supported you kind of like okay so so you don't support us or, or her, right? Because I'm not Cuban. Well, but... no, don't think about me. Think about the people who live in Cuba because Cuba is all racist. Cuba the, Cubans don't all look like me. No. <laughs> Cuban, Cuba is... It's just like a lot of person, Latin American countries. Have Cuban. The exception the person who started, have Cuban. Have Cuban. Right here. The person who started the Cuban movement at this moment it's is black. an Afro-Cuban. Yeah. So he started it. And, and we have dozens that are currently arrested. So I think that maybe they should just be more careful with their wording because in the process, they might not be supporting their own, you know, their own people, the people that they say that they're, that they care about the people yeah. that they stand for, because those people are being oppressed in Cuba. Yeah. So Del Castro, El Che, concentration camps, killed people, yeah. hung yeah. them, raped them, put them in prison. Cut them up and for put them in all different countries. Just all for the color things. of their skin. And yet yep. I see people wearing their, their faces on their shirts all the time. Yep. And I think, how could you, how foolish do you look to wear someone's face that oppressed your own people? How could that, you wear them on your shirt? Yeah. It must that, be that you don't know the history. Colin Kaepernick is a joke. It's the effect of hey, by, the, by the way, I had, I had an, <laughs> it's I had the effect an, of propaganda. I had Back uh, when I was like 16, I had a shirt of El Che. Of course he does. And I yeah, wore it, and I wore well, it to my friend's Jamie. house to piss off his father, who's Nicaraguan, just to oh, see no, what he would tell me. You, you did it on purpose. Oh, no, no. I did I was, it on purpose. I, I knew, was telling I Jenny knew, that I when I was it. younger, I considered getting a chair shirt because it was popular. I had no idea who the hell that yep. guy was. was I had to be educated my, for my sure about that. Some type, of, some type of revolutionary, whatever. Okay, that's cool. I'm in high school. Yeah, but then you read what he did. Yeah. But I didn't find out. I never bought it. I don't know why I didn't buy it. But I didn't I find did. out for years and later. It was marvelous. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> it was great design. It's his face. The guy had just I a, try to be okay. really careful like, how I'm working. So that's the honest. The, I see it all the time. I didn't say he was marvelous. I said the face on a shirt, just it, his face was made to go on a shirt. I, yeah. Look, I, I, I'm making light of it, but the no, guy, I what know. he did, he was a re revolutionary, sure. But then when you read into what he did, yep. Um, in the name of the revolution, right? He was a genocide. It wasn't he for was the a revolution. It was yeah, because it he was sociopath. Yeah, the right. guy was a genocidal motherfucker. That's, yeah, he was a disgusting human being. Yes, and it and was. Let I me had, tell you, I, I, I sketch, so I see, I see what people paint all the time. Like you know, I look at art a lot. 
you would be baffled by how many people paint this guy. Yeah. <laughs> how many people, people sell his face on their art? They create shirts of him. They sell paintings. I've seen sketches of him, acrylic oil paintings. And I'm like, why would you ever idolize this man? This man was super capitalism. evil. But yeah. it's just ignorance. Ignorance in the name of, you know, socialism or what you consider a revolution. But they, maybe they should become a little bit more educated on the things that he did. So you don't wear someone like that on your shirt. But but Jenny, like, but, you know. I, I'll say like, it's, it's, that sounds easy, right? But when it's making you money, it's it's so hard to do that Google search. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? Like it's and so even, hard. And you when you start Google seeing the money, even if you do Google, it's like ah, but it doesn't really yeah. affect me. So how? Why should I? Should I really? You know what I mean? Like, but then you shouldn't stand up for what you say you stand up for. You, look, you know why? Right, you know but why people are gonna do it. Hypocrisy because, because happens the guy every day. The Proud Boys. Yeah. The guy from look, the Proud Boys. I, I understand what you're saying. Trump but stuff. ain't nobody getting becoming a millionaire for one T-shirt. No, or one painting. The, mm -mm. The, no, the, I, I'm the not disagreeing the with you. Yeah, go ahead, Dan. Go who ahead, was Jake. banned from? Who was banned from like selling? He, I mean, he. The, the Proud Boys is a conservative group. It, they say they're not political. They say they're something else. But they yeah, were oh, heavily oh, involved. Oh, the Proud Boys. Yeah, yeah. they were heavily like involved yeah. with what happened January six and everything else. What has he been doing? Because he was banned from these payment gateways. Instead of selling pro-Trump and conservative conservative stuff, Ben, what, what has he been selling? He's been selling anti-Trump anti and uh, uh, and anti-Trump stuff. Yeah, he doesn't it's, give a shit. He just uh, it's this money, bro. Money. Like it's money. So yeah, everything against blue lives, anti-Trump, but yeah. he's selling all that pro left and he's a snitch. Liberal stuff and he, and he's a snitch. And he's a snitch. And he's a snitch. Yeah. So he, like, like you, I think it's, it's, it's a lot simpler than just like. Let's get educated. Like I think but we can. You know get what educated, the thing is, but yeah. if it makes I, you money, I, you just real. You make that choice. You're like you make that switch. It's like you, you make you make you that compromise of your money. Cash. Yeah. Made have that you compromise. met anyone that made money off of selling a swastika on their shirt? I'm sure they're. What about you know? Does they it make does it make money? I'm sure there's a huge. I'm there's sure. A, there's have you seen it? The problem isn't that they make money off of it. The yes. problem is, is that you wear it because you think it represents something. Mm -hmm. right. Because you're wearing it in the name of change. You're wearing it in the name of progress. Because you're a progressive. Because you're a liberal. Because you're a left. Because you believe that these are ideals that I should pursue because they stand for what With, I believe in. You without no knowing that. Because yeah, you don't yeah. know what you're wearing Absolutely. on I, your I was shirt. just speaking from the creator's point of view. Yeah, and these from people the that make it and decide to sell it. They're like well, they, far worse is what know. the people who wear it. Yeah. Because nah, why it, are you wearing it? I think the people that decide to make it, they make that choice. I'm against it, but but you do what you gotta do to make money to feed your own. Yeah. But shame on you for wearing it. Don't buy that. There's a market for everybody. <laughs> I think. I think. There's a market. I, there's well, a market yeah. for the like, I don't know. Like Jonathan said, people will buy that swastika shirt. 100 percent people but buy some wild shit but i think you should condemn the people that made it that. yeah absolutely no, but they'll still look, be around i i think i think we we grew up in a very specific area in the country right we're like where we have i never i thought the shirt was i remember seeing the shirt too i was like oh that shirt i didn't even know who that was when i first saw the guy's face i right? thought it was cool i thought he had a cool mustache i thought i was like oh, okay I had a, it, it was not it sure was why like he has a beret shirt with mm -hmm. the, with, with I was the like, black outline I was like, I'm not sure he has a beret. I, I thought it was awesome. I was like, I, I get it. Like, so like, when you like, find out. through the screen and punch me in the face. Yeah, you know exactly. what? Maybe I'm not mad that some guy in Tennessee is wearing his face. 
But, but I will be mad that some 100%. famous guy with a hell of a lot of influence is wearing his face. Yeah. Because if you can make money off your influence, Facts. if you can become rich and famous off your influence, you, you hold responsibility. Danny always tells me, oh, you know, these poor people don't get to live their lives because they're rich and famous. I'm like, you know what? That's why they're rich and famous. Yeah. That's why they get to live those great lives. Mm -hmm. That's why they get to have yachts and boats and live in mansions with 14 space. bathrooms because who the hell needs 14 bathrooms? Honestly, so you know what so I mean? Good. If you get to live that way, then you need to be responsible for the things you do because they count. I mean, I might need 14 bathrooms. I guess sometimes you got, I just... You got enough I don't stairs. Think anybody and I need got to many stairs. One. 14 bathrooms. He's got no, too many stairs. Guy with 30 stairs. <laughs> look, he has look, three we, floors. I grew, up, we, I, we, I grew up in <laughs> Miami, man. And so I I know I'm, I'm aware of... not Maybe not as much as you, obviously. You were born in Cuba and you came, uh, you came over. Uh, but... If you grew up in Miami, there is no way that you can't be aware of what's going on with the Cuban people, right? Mm -hmm. I think yeah. what, what I was bothered by, and I was like, ah, fucking more Cuban. I was like, another Cuban person? I run into another Cuban person? It was, <laughs> and what bothered me is just, I think, the politics in Miami. And so many, like, corrupt politicians, mm -hmm. and they all happen to be Cuban. Uh, I'll yes. say the majority are Cuban. Maybe yeah, not much. all, but the majority are Cuban. And we were talking about like uh, Rubio and other politicians, and now oh, Francis the mayor in Miami, who's, like the son, who's the son of a previous corrupt mayor in Miami. Yep. Like, do they really want anything to actually happen in Cuba, or do they just want to have that issue constantly so they can use it as, as political? Like, I, I, if they, if uh, because I, it's I crazy assume. to say, but I don't think they actually want anything positive to happen, even though it's their own people. Like, I don't think they actually want anything to happen. I think they want that I issue to be there so they can use it as I, capital. I really, I, I could be wrong, obviously, but I really feel like this situation calls to them because they're Cuban. And, and not just that, it calls to a human being. Like, I know people are, like, very passive about it, right? But, like, if you sit somebody down, you explain what's happening, and you show them a video, like, you're like, man, this, 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 man, this is rough. Yeah, like, but it's also because they're Cuban, so they have exactly, probably but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you, if, you, if you talk to just a random person and show them this stuff, this is heavy stuff. Like, wow. Like they have the, they're missing their basic human needs. Like it's not being given to them. You show that to a Cuban person. You don't have to show it. Actually, they already know. Like, right. I feel like this, this gets goes past politics for the Cuban community. But you I know, think, but it benefits. Let me tell you, it benefits Republicans because I, it is not easy being me <laughs> in a very Republican family. Because right. I lean left. I have always leaned left. I consider myself down. an independent, but I lean left. I've heard always. of that leans left. Let me I have a difficult time. Sometimes, yeah, I have a difficult time sometimes understanding what it is the Republicans, you know, are saying. Sometimes I just I disagree with them often. So right. it's not always easy at the dinner table to sit in a house of Republicans. And Cubans, majority are Republican. Yeah. It so, gets passed down, just like with anything. Yeah. It gets passed down. It gets passed down. You know, yeah. they talk to you about the Bay of Pigs since you are yes, a child. The big they one. left right. us. Yeah. And yeah. you are like bred to hate Democrats. Yeah. And you know, everything they stand for. And yeah. I have always stuck my ways. But I can tell you that as an independent who leans left, it is hurtful. It is hurtful. Because the left is very quiet about this. And the right isn't. The right is backing up the Cuban. Is it a political move? One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, they got to double down. It's a political move. It wins them the state yeah. if you win Absolutely. Miami. Absolutely. Yeah. They're like, you know, they have to say that. Look, this is what socialism does. 
You see, we stand with the Cuban people because we do not stand for socialism. But if I'm a left, if I'm a, a Democrat, I'm doing the same. I'm a Democrat and I believe in freedoms and I believe in yeah. this and this, but I'm also against Absolutely. communism. I stand against communism. That is wrong. Where you but at? that's just talk. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> that's just talk Say on the right. But, but that goes back to what we were saying about Donald Trump last year. Condemn, condemn, condemn the neo-Nazis. Just so say it. We're just waiting yeah, for you to say it. I, I, yeah. need, I need you to say it so that I know that your ideals are not at all related to the ones in Cuba. I need you to defend it. You are the party that's right now in the White House. Stand up for it. Say the same thing Biden says. I condemn communism. I condemn it. Why, why is everybody so scared to say that? Yeah. If you don't believe it, don't be scared to say it. Because they're asking, they're asking Democrats, and what do they say? I am against the authoritarian, blah, 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 blah. Why are you scared? <laughs> say communism. You want to say communism or socialism. I want you to say it. Absolutely. Yeah, same, same, I want you to say it. Danny's right. With the same way we spoke, and we spoke. We had the backlash. Same because, way the, the left spoke about because Trump. Because the left yeah. did it just the same. The left begged Trump, and there were videos... I am not, uh, you know, I'm not pro-Trump, right. but I, again, I'm always in the middle. The left were hard on Trump. Say it. Oh, yeah. We, say we that did. you are Absolutely. against it. I want to hear you say those words. Right. And then a friend of mine that, that's, a, that's pro-Trump sent us a video. Sent us videos. And it was like Here's eight Trump minutes long. Eight minutes long of him saying it repeatedly in different places. So we can't like, be hypocrites. Well, there you go. He said you it. You gotta also say it. You gotta say that you are, you know, against this also. So, but, so, so Biden said it, but Biden other Democrats it. haven't said it. And obviously, we have like uh, Democratic socialists in the government, right? Exactly. And, so and Biden was very being, smart. Biden yes. said, "I am against communism." And honestly, I don't think social, socialism, socialism works very well either, but that's another story. To a person yeah. like me, what did that indicate? That the Democratic Party is divided. Mm -hmm. Well, they have been. We know that. Because, yeah, we know that. Because of We've like, been watching, this yeah. new age of progressives and then the old school of just the same old Democrats that have been in power for 30, 40 years, 50, years. 60, 70, 80, uh, yeah. forever. Yeah, sure. I mean, Biden is one, Biden is one of those. 50 He's years. been around for a yeah. long time. But I appreciated yeah. that he said that because that meant to me, oh, he doesn't agree with that either. So, so I'm yeah. very cynical oh, okay. because to me, whether it's Biden, yeah, but what whether is it? it's the Republicans, what does it it's mean? just talk. To me, I'm, I'm a cynical person and I'm glad that most people on this planet aren't like me because you're a terrible person. Yeah. Circumstances, terrible person. life experiences, I'm a piece of crap of a human being. No, yes, no. Life, ex life experiences. No. I Thanks, yeah. Danny. I'm glad that you see greatness. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have grown not to trust people. You my haven't first grown. Instinct is to, first off, my first instinct Sorry. is to shut your mouth, not to <laughs> look at the logo. We're the same height, but not to trust people. That's my first instinct. And uh, yes. and and as a society, we could not we could not grow or move forward if we didn't trust each other, right? Like that's the first instinct. So I don't trust people. I don't trust people mm -hmm. because you might say great things, whether you're a Republican or Democrat. That means nothing. And that's why, like, I, I go back to, like, I, I, I understand, like, I see the Cuban plight, but I get so pissed with, like, what I saw as far as Cuban, like, gr growing up in Miami with, with, like, with everything, with the, with the politics there. But even now, like, I think that these politicians are, even if they're Cuban, Cuban. They're using, Cuban. and I don't, and I think they're talking and what they say sounds good, but I don't think that they actually, they're not taking any action. They're not, 
There's, there's no policy. Do there's no they bill. And what means that I don't even think they want any change. I think they want to speak because that sounds good saying yes. I'm against well, this, I'm I, against I, that. But I, I don't think, think that we want the situation Rubio has to done a really change. good job of presenting some points. When he went to Washington, again, I've never been pro Marco Rubio. Yeah. But I, when he went to Washington, he didn't tell Biden once, go into the country, free the people. It's Not yeah, once. That, that's tough. He didn't say right? that. Yeah. All he said oh. were common sense things that people wanted to do. Figure out a way to give internet from my 90 miles away, which can be done. Yes. So he put that on the table. Let's help them at least get internet so that they can communicate with each other. Because right now in Cuba, on their TVs, what they see on their TVs right now is that around, they're having, around the world, they're having pro-communist rallies. No, not only that, so they can see what's yeah, going it's on. That's the propaganda. Yeah, but what's going yeah. on in the right rest now. of the world. What they can, exactly. so they can see what's going so on. So I appreciated that he was coming out with solutions that didn't involve World War III. He was coming coming out with common sense solutions that I felt could be done. Because again, I, I understand the common sense that some things cannot be done. I, I get why maybe the U.S. cannot go into Cuba. I understand. I understand how complex that would, what that would mean. So I, mean, I tried yeah. to, to see it in a point of view that may, I went to a rally like a few days ago and the cops put us on the sidewalk. Yeah, they put us on I... the sidewalk because there wasn't enough of us. <laughs> there wasn't an abundance of thousands of people that would stop traffic. Right, there was only a couple hundred. There was only a couple mm-hmm. hundred. So right. what, did the, what did the police do? <laughs> the police put us on the sidewalk. And then they kind of like blocked us in. Uh, uh, uh. It was like a brick wall of cops. Yeah. They were really nice people. They weren't bothering me. Yeah. And when you would talk to them, they would tell you, hey, I'm just doing my job. I was yeah. put here to protect you because we have to let cars pass. So we're kind of putting a blockade between you and the cars. What did the Cuban people next to me scream? Comunista! You guys are communists. This whole country. You guys are communists just like... You know, the the president, yeah. common sense told me, that's not what's happening, guys. Yeah. <laughs> These are just cops doing their jobs. Yeah. They're so, in the worst possible it's position. It's a very emotional time. It's a very emotional time, and I get it. But I also try to see common sense things, so. It's hard to, right, to separate that in the heat of the moment, too. Like, it's hard to actually think through things because we get too emotional, too attached to the things yes. close to it. Pots and pans and shit. Oh my gosh. And oh the God, cops were there. So like, there, was All a, those there was a cop that was like, oh I wish God. I could be marching there with you, but I'm doing my job. That cop <laughs> was probably Cuban. You should have turned around and been like, look, lady, oh, I'm fucking sure. Cuban too, but I'm doing my job. For sure. For sure. Yes, that's what I was telling them. I was like, half of these cops are Cuban too. They right. probably want to be here with you, but you but they're I doing can. their job. Yeah. They're doing their job. And it's not against you. They're just doing their job. They were given an order and they're following through with but it. But I will tell you, I understand why those but people marching were upset because let me tell you something. It killed them all. Uh, a march in a protest that's just chilling on the sidewalk, it's not, not as effective as one that's taking up the whole street. The whole Palmetto. Like, it, or the whole Palmetto. Yeah, we were like walking through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were hey, so walking through we... like restaurants. Yeah. We were like eating churrasco and we were like, Viva Cuba! It was just yeah. very ineffective. Yeah, so what, once so, they put everybody on the sidewalk... Was it churrasco? The, 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 oh, that's what yeah. it was. Churrasco <laughs> and drinking Cuba leaders. Like the waiters like, walk through us. Look, not to make too much so light of it, but we saw a restaurant where we were walking, and we were like, well, we got to come back here. Yeah. So, like, it kind of it kind of ruined it, because it kind of took your focus a little bit off. A little bit off. Well, they, they you got can't hear the person screaming at the top of the line. 
I mean, that's, ass. We're, we're gonna go a, back one of these days because I want to eat some of that mofongo. Yeah. There, there's a damn drink. There's a, name after it. There's a Cuba Libre rum and coke. It's a, it looks really fire, honestly. So we'll go. I got back. some over there. I want to go. Fuck it. <laughs> Y'all marched through here. The keyword. He said the keyword mofongo. Yeah, we like we ended up stopping like at a sukar to get ice cream for the kids because the kids were tired. <laughs> if it came it a just, day out. You're trying to be political activist. Very ineffective. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm telling you, it, it really killed it. So, so again, that goes back to we were we were trying to think logically. Like these people are just doing their job. They're just right. doing their job. But I understand somebody that maybe has, still has family over there. Maybe their parents, even their kids. A lot of people have their kids over there. Well, I still have family. What? Yeah, but their their um, sibling. I'm talking about like, like your your parents or your or children. your children. Like you feel even more emotional in those cases. Yeah. And I feel like. I can't do anything. All I can do is it's march. Protest. That's all. Yeah. I, that's all I got. Yeah, that's all you got. So yeah. I needed to be as effective as possible. And that last when you go, and you you're like, all I can do. I'm gonna do yeah. it the best I can. Yeah. And they move you to the sidewalk. I feel like it, it hurt. It, it's frustrating. You're like, yeah. this is all I can do, and you're not even it's, letting me do this. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I understood. It's like you're insignificant. Let's move over to the side. Yeah. Hey, so you're, you're, was, your pain is inconvenience. Yeah. Yeah. Your pain is inconvenience. That's what it felt like. Yeah. But but like we were trying to tell people like. If we would have had a thousand or two thousand people show up, we don't fit on the sidewalk. They wouldn't have made us fit on the sidewalk. And they told us that. They told us that the cops that were there, they were like, "If it's a lot of you, we are forced to close down." At that street. point, it's more of a danger. But because to you. there wasn't enough of you. No. Yes, that's what they were right. saying. They were like, "We're here protecting you, <laughs> so that you don't get hit by a car." Right. But no. the people marching felt like it was a direct attack on them. Yeah. So it was. It was wrong. What's crazy is that you're talking about all this and you're right. I'm still thinking about Mofongo. I need to go to the Puerto Rican. There's a Puerto Rican slash Colombian-owned restaurant like 25 minutes from here. I'm I'm having some Mofongo on Saturday before my uh, my wife flies out. Jenny, you said Colombians in. There's like three of them and he's it. Uh, He's all, he feels all. There are Colombians in Cleveland. Yeah. There's more Puerto Ricans, but yeah, Yeah. there's Colombians in Cleveland. Yeah. Not many. Hey, 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 stop hating. Sorry. Uh, Jenny, you were well, saying you were saying that uh, that it's already starting to change, like the the trend of people getting uh, losing their focus on the whole Cuba thing. What's what's going on down there? Which sounds weird because I'm only like three hour, three four hours away, and it's a totally different world. What's yeah. going on down there now that that people are shifting their focus to? Because mm, the biggest problem that we have right now is that we've lost communication with video footage of what's happening in Cuba. Mm, out of sight, out of mind. So there's some intern. But there's not a lot of videos coming out of what's currently happening. And then the Cuban government has made it a point to push out propaganda all t- at all times on mm-hmm. the news. Right. Yep. So what they're showing is nobody's coming to help you. You're all alone. In yep. fact, You're look defeated. at these pro-communist marches that are going on around the world against you. Now, if you are someone who has family in the U.S., you have a phone. So you can hashtag. Somebody crying? You can hashtag SOS Cuba and you see what's happening. But if you don't have family there that can send you a phone or pay to recharge your phone, then all you depend on are the news. The news is telling you no one's coming. No one's going to help you. Government propaganda. No one's going to help you. The Venezuelan government is here. They have armed a bunch of cities already. Everyone's home. Everyone's tired. There's no food in the supermarkets. There's nothing. So what we are reporting or or the information that we're passing around is already news from a week ago because there are no new video footage of them marching because a lot of them have gone home. They're tired. They're hungry. 
They're what do you do when you have to feed your child and you're trying to do a revolution, but there's no food anywhere. They have stopped giving you food. No more water. You want to revolt? You want to have a revolution? No more water. No more light. No more food. No more eggs. Not, no more six eggs a month. You have nothing. What do you do? If you get injured, you can't go to the hospital. The hospital has been told not to help anyone who has been injured. So that means that if you were out and you were marching and you got hurt, you go home, you go home to die because there's a soldier in front of every every medical area, any, any medical place, any ER, because there are no ERs, but whatever you want to make it count as one over there. Any hospitals, there's a soldier in the front that checks everyone who comes in. If they feel that you have been injured related to March, you don't get help. And they could just make the that decision. That includes kids. Yeah. They and just make the decision. For them to make, they, they make the decision they based on care. whatever they feel. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, they just said, yeah, you You know how we were talking about Cuban, there's been like a few videos of Cuban police officers putting their arms down. I'm done. I don't want to keep doing this. I quit. That's great. But what do you do with Venezuelans? <laughs> Venezuelan armed forces are in Cuba. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care about what the Cuban people are going through because they That's are the second probably time you said trying that. to feed their own family. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. It hurts. But you know what? The Cuban people did it to you. No, yeah, we, there is Cuban people embedded. The Cuban in the armed forces that, that did they it don't to your people. Yeah, and that, they did it because they thing. were hungry. That link is so, uh, it's so strong. Crazy. The link Those between Venezuela are so and Cuba tied together. You have throwing Russia in there too, right? And they're and China. just and they're the, they're, the power and, and effective. Yeah, destroying. Yeah, they're destroying their people. They're killing their people. Oh, and again, I mean. Oh yeah, the the Olivia's gonna come down here in a few minutes. Olivia, oh don't say that. He, That's my mother's name. I don't I want hope, Olivia to come I down hope here. Jackson slaps you on this podcast, bro. Like I, he look, he's he looks, a very serious baby. Look at him. He's smiling. That dude a looks. He's ready to give you the what is it? The That's two pieces in the bag. He's about he's to smart, give like, you. It's like it's like a partial smirk. Right that's a partial smirk. Look at him. All right. He's ever given. You know, you know, you know what's crazy is that I grew up growing up in Miami. My my concern, my complaint wasn't uh what's going on with Cuba, but what was going like all the things that I saw as advantages that the Cuban people coming up coming from Cuba, fresh off they the got, boat, whatever you want to call it. Dry, that, got, that you got like, yeah, one foot, one dry foot. Like you got everything. Oh, okay, we're gonna have all these things set up in place for you. And I've obviously a lot of people already had family here, so it made it a little bit easier. But like all these things that you see as a young kid, young kid, young teenager. But does it, doesn't that kind of people? And now that's happening with Venezuela, with all these things that are being put in place for Venezuelans. You know, twenty years later, Venezuelan people coming here. So who's like every other nationality, Nicaraguans, yeah, who makes Panamanians, whatever? They're all saying like these fucking Venezuelans are just coming over here, yeah. and they just can, they can claim asylum, and it'll take three to five years for an asylum case to be heard. Because that's how long the wait is, and they can just, you know, in the meantime, in in like 180 days, you get your your social security number, you get a, a permit to work. They can do everything while they wait. Um, so, so now like, other countries are like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we know, I know. Yeah, no, but, it, you know, I mean, but that yeah. kind of puts it in perspective, right? When when they're trying to help other countries that much, yeah. the level of oppression because they're sending everybody back, but there's certain countries that are like. Uh, you know, you but not anymore. Here. Not anymore. In Cuba now, if they find it, because when I came in a raft, they mm. they found me in the water. I never touched that. And they they put wow. me on a boat. They gave me a blanket. They brought me here with a group of twelve. Mm -hmm. 
and they gave us a hotel room and they gave us like 50 bucks to go to like a Walmart or whatever. I can't remember at that time what it was called. Uh -huh. And we bought socks and we bought underwear. And then they gave us two rooms so that the women can sleep in one room and the men can right. sleep in another. That's crazy. I mean, so they were, they were maybe amazing, it was after you came because they, they, they did don't make do it. that. They yeah, well, they did back. make it. They did make it to a point where like you had to touch land. Uh, yeah. Before, like they would, if they intercepted you at some point, then they they would bring you in. I guess if you made it into U.S. She water, got, she, or something. Got, she got rescued in the water. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I remember seeing that stuff do? on video where they would put like the the Coast Guard would have like these uh, the 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 fire hose and they would like put it on people trying to swim to shore. Like I remember that stuff being on the news yep, I uh, as a twelve year old or whatever it was. At that, at that time it was different I, they even they asked us oh what do you want to do with your boat or you know your whatever it was and my dad was like burn it just do whatever you want sink it and that's what they and we watched it sink right in front of us that's so okay. obviously the experience has changed a lot a lot of people have died in the water yeah, yeah. One of the biggest graveyards in the world. They're saying that's going to happen again, right? I've read somewhere and heard somewhere that something like uh, the boat lift, El Mariel, what, you know, what happened in the 80s, that that might be happening again. Uh, to really you know, I'm totally against that. I'm totally against that, and I'm Cuban, because I know what Cuba does. Cuba does that for fun. They, yeah, that's how we got Tony Montana. <laughs> what they do is that they... Stereotypical. They're going to release the prisoners and send them over yes. here? The worst that's of the exactly, worst? Political, that's yes. exactly what they're going to do. That's what yeah. Cuba does. Cuba's yeah. like, oh, we look bad in front of the news. They're going to go in front of the world and they're going to go, who said they can't leave? They can all leave. You want to yeah. leave? Leave. Like that's what they'll send. What they yeah. do? Yeah. They empty out their prisons, pedophiles, rapists, the worst of people, and then they sprinkle in good people. You have to pay a bunch of money to be on a lottery or they pick you one in a dozen and you're able to get on that boat. So not you're also separated from your family is, is a bad person, Yeah, but a lot of them are. And then they're released to the U.S. all at the same time. 100,000 people or whatever the number may be. And then the U.S. is stuck with what do I do with all these people? How do I how do I vet them? How do I find out who's a good guy? Who's a bad guy? How do I find out who are the spies? How do I feed all these people? Where do I put them? In Miami Beach? In a hotel? I'm sure there'll be a, a, a paper trail of, uh, you know, all the good guys that come over on that. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure, sure that they come I'm sure Cuba has great documentation. You know what I mean? Like I'm a, sure they will be for those people. I'm sure it'll be like, yeah, it's right there. Don't send them back. Keep them in, in the U.S. Yeah, yeah right. Somehow so you'll find a trail that shows that they're great why the citizens. U.S. might not want that. I agree. That's that's shit that Cuba, the Cuban government does. To so they did last the time. And yeah. then they'll open up their borders. They're like, go, go. You want to leave? Go leave. But but they that's, that's that the they, they do that. And then everyone else outside of Miami or outside of us and people that know, they'll be like, like look. Oh, no, they'll say the same thing about like what they say about Mexicans, right? Like, ah, oh, or, or people coming through Mexico. They're it's all bad just people. rapists and murderers. And yep. like, that's all we're getting. Let's close that's our borders. Exactly we don't these immigrants. That's exactly what that's they exactly say. That's exactly what they say. And they don't know that the actual government released the worst of the worst into yeah. the boats. They said, go, go to the U.S., have fun. Have fun. <laughs> so. This has been one crazy conversation. I'm just honored. That for episode 200, we got Jackson Granada on the show. Um, he was. Yeah. He's like, what, 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 you talking about me? Like, me? Go like, he, knows your name, bro. he knows your name. That's Perfect. right, man. Thank you guys so much for getting. <laughs> look, we could talk about this forever, right? This is something we're all passionate about, especially uh, two communist countries and me 
escaping Panama when it was being invaded. So we could talk about this stuff our entire lives, and we'll talk about it again. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Just want to cap it off. Danny, I'm glad you brought your wife in because she really she really saved thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank, Next thank you for time coming I'll on. Be better prepped. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. Look, I got <laughs> to look at you. to come on the show. Come on. You just, she's you she's just a little raster. Like, who, who better to have on here? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you're going to. All right. Well, there you hey, go. hit him. I don't know. That, that's her. On that march we went to, her shirt, she made it for herself. It literally said, Balcera. Yeah. And proud. And proud. And proud. You, so. As you should be. That's right. Own <laughs> hey, that shit. That, that's a hell of a journey. That's a hell of a there fucking journey. It's crazy. All right, guys. We got nothing else. Right, well, Thank you guys so much, guys. man. We'll talk soon. Literally right after this. After All we right. stop recording, I'll hit you, I'll hit you up, D. Holla, man. <laughs> All right. Peace. Let's go upstairs.